It's like a big red cylinder. Oh no, something I saw was gray. It looked like a like a gray butthole zoomed in or something. Like a, I assumed it was in space. Yeah. Yeah. Where do I plug us in at, Terrence? Turts? Well, I'll just say this. Um, my allergies are killing me, so everybody's getting uh, treated to my sexy voice today. <laughs> what do you normally give us? Um, <laughs> something less than sexy. Did I just hear you describe Oumuamua as a butthole? I don't think that's what a I saw. A zoomed in butthole, yeah, that's what she <laughs> yeah. said. I saw a picture today just flipping quickly through the timeline and it looked like a zoomed in butthole in space and so I assumed it was some new discovery. <laughs> no, that's the picture of the black hole they f- they took a few weeks ago. No, I saw Looks that. It wasn't that one. That one just sort of f- flew in and out of the news, didn't it? Really disappointing. Because millennials were so unimpressed with the end, that end of a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't impress us. We're only impressed by melting ice scapes. I, I remember making a joke about that, and somebody chided me quickly. What? Like, anytime you make a science joke, everybody always tells you it's a slippery slope to anti-Semitism. <laughs> you ever notice that? Really? No. Like, I was, I was saying something about uh, Tony Kornheiser and Michael Wilbon, mm-hmm. the sportscasters, and they were making fun of, not making fun of, they were um, trying to discipline I don't know if it was Kyrie Irving or Steph Curry uh-huh. over his, he had made some offhanded remarks about how we didn't really go to the moon. And then they were like, this is a dangerous precedent for a high profile <laughs> athlete to say. <laughs> and my point on that was like, okay, okay, I get how like conspiratorial shit can slide into anti-Semitism and racism and all these different things. But also, what about the other side of that coin about all these motherfuckers that believe the United States is the city on the hill that's always this benevolent actor and yeah. all this stuff. And believe every fucking myth that this country tells about itself that most people walking around just take for granted. Right. And it's 100% bullshit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which so one's fuck more you, dangerous? Right. Really? Exactly. Which, Which one's one? more dangerous? It yeah. is exactly right. Uh, the my just normal fucking friend who said if you make a uh, earning cut off people won't work as hard. Really? Remember oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I still every day I think about this. <laughs> so people still believe this. The theory was that if you put a cap on how much somebody can make. I made a joke about billionaires, how like there shouldn't right. be billionaires, obviously. Right. That's not a joke. That's but see, I just I was like truism. Yeah, I just like you know, it's like, but billionaires, right? No one should be a billionaire. There are countries without a billion dollars. That's outrageous. And he was like, well, but, you know, what do you do? <laughs> if you cap earnings, people won't work as hard. That's it- a, a gay man, which <laughs> gay white men own essentially everything at this point anyway. But, like, <laughs> gay cis white dudes. Interesting. So. What's, your th- what's your thoughts on the Pete Buttigieg candidacy? On the Pete Buttigieg campaign? Um, I just don't care. I don't you just care. don't care about Mayor Pete. I don't care about Mayor Pete. I don't care about the presidency. Wait, I told y'all anybody who wants to be president, I don't want to be president. Yeah. What? Um. But wait, Mayor Pete. How is it more dangerous to think that we didn't land on the moon than like that? Doesn't isn't there a high profile athlete? <laughs> <laughs> what? That is a good point. I, I, I didn't. I've almost finished your sentence for you, but it's like how, like. Believing we didn't go to the moon is far less insidious than, uh, for example, 
uh, believing we've ever fought a just war. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> or ever had an actual social safety net. Uh, right, Like, right. there's so many... Or that the or that the country was founded on principles of equality mm-hmm. and egalitarianism mm-hmm. and yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was literally a fugitive slave clause in the Constitution. I don't know how else to spell it out for you people. That the people who started this country were literal bad Nazis. People. <laughs> bad people. Bad <laughs> bad hombres. They were bad hombres. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of bad hombres, I have to tell you all about a conversation I witnessed today in uh, the Grand Hotel I work in. (laughs) The Grand Whitesburg Hotel. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us about it. We host many work program people. I don't even know what the fuck, how these people come to work there. I don't know what they do. They just hang out like the rest of us and shoot the shit. We eat lunch on the couches together. But this is through a a senior citizens program. He works, he like waters the plants and hangs out and argues with people. All right. (laughs) On the couches. (laughs) And uh, sounds awesome. Every workplace should have an old grumpy um just son of a bitch who comes in and waters the plants and well we have six so, yeah. so y'all just come get them take your pick <laughs> come, come take some come take you one We're home. adopt a dick day we'll have <laughs> just come take yours home do you work at dairy queen now by <laughs> anyway I, I can't even i'm not even sure how we got to this but he just I, he just hollers Buddy, everybody hates the white man. <laughs> I wonder, I, I'm hoping that's just like an internal dialogue in his head and he just like let it out. And then he just was like, oh, oh, yeah. oh shit. Did I say that out loud? No, it was a part of the conversation, but he took it there so quickly. Or, oh no, he said, oh God, okay, I know. We were talking about hysterectomies. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> And he said, oh, I know all about it. I've had two. No, no, I mean, I've been with two women who had them. (laughs) (laughs) And I had it worse than they did. Oh, my God. (laughs) I would would not trade in places with that son of a bitch to have said that in front of you to save my life. (laughs) What happened next? (laughs) Well, I just stared at it for a second. I was like, I highly fucking doubt that, Ricky. Oh, it was Ricky? <laughs> this is fucking rocking Ricky's oh, ass. Oh, Rick, I love Ricky. He does the show after mine. And um, yeah. the other day he was like, I was listening to him and he was like, I hear on WMMT radio, we don't talk about politics, nationality, <laughs> gender, sexuality. We don't talk. We avoid race. it completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he said. He said, he said, because we just like to have fun and it's no fun when you talk about that stuff. <laughs> Nice. Ricky's adopted a don't ask, don't tell policy about every identity. Every identity. Because when I first met him, when I first met him, he, he said he was a Trump guy. And over time, he's figured out that I'm very much not a Trump guy. So he's got to adjust his yeah, so way he, of dealing yeah, with and, it. Yeah, and, and like he's a nice guy. And so like he's like. Yeah, he's the first one to pull a black friend card. Oh, I got, I, I, <laughs> my girlfriend's black. He tells oh me that all the time. God. You might not believe this, but. <laughs> I've got a black nephew. <laughs> I've got a black girlfriend. 
Hell, my pool boy's black. <laughs> I just like the idea that it's a. Uh, once you wade into gender, race, anything, it immediately becomes no fun zone. Right. <laughs> well, he proved himself correct today. I'm here to tell. He just <laughs> couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, everybody hates the white man. Yeah. He said. I had it worse than they did. I had to clean up after them and cook for them and all this stuff. <laughs> These two women he was with that had hysterectomy. And I said, Ricky, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, just, I, I, just had to, I was eating my lunch already, just in a bad headspace. I was like, Ricky, shut the fuck up. And he looked at me shocked because usually I'm cool with them. We're fine. We shoot the shit. And I was like, just shut the fuck up, Ricky. <laughs> Another co-worker was sitting over there, and she was like, <laughs> and she tried to slide in and smooth it over. But he was like, I was, I, and he just started talking again, and I said, Ricky, I just don't want to hear, hear what you have to say about it, man. I just don't want to hear no more about it, <laughs> about how hard that hysterectomy was for you. Poor Ricky. And he was like, everybody hates the white man. <laughs> just broke his spirit and i wasn't gonna be baited into this shit i'd already told him to shut the fuck up and that was the most bait i was given but my co-worker oh she shit. said now ricky you know the way i've heard it described that's helped me understand because he's like i've never done nothing to no woman <laughs> women hate all men i've been good to women my whole life sounds like oh, it yeah <laughs> <laughs> And she said, it's like this, Ricky. You know, if a dog bites you, if a dog comes up and bites you and you're scared and if and someone experiences a dog bite and then they don't want to deal with dogs the rest of their life and they're scared of dogs, you wouldn't tell them that they should do otherwise. You'd, be, you'd think that made sense, that they'd just stay away from dogs. That's what she said. And he looked at her and he said, not all dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so in them at this point it is a very part all lives matter not all men is such a just part and parcel of their being oh fuck not all dogs like once you extend the metaphor the the, the basic premise still remains the same yeah he had no idea what he had said i died laughing i stood up and i was like not all dogs <laughs> just looking at me i just kept walking yelling not all dogs <laughs> <laughs> all the way to my office i just couldn't take it he broke that my brain too fucking good isn't there a movie all dogs go to heaven yes and all not, all not, dogs. All dogs. <laughs> not all dogs not all dogs go to heaven <laughs> holy oh uh, my god rock and ricky rock and ricky like the gender free yeah. race free politics free hour with rock and ricky it's yeah, fun. check it's your identities fun. at the it's door fun. people yeah <laughs> step into the fun zone what you do <laughs> one day i said ricky what um i was like how does it work do you like clock in over there and come over here and or, or do we pay you or does my pay you he said oh i don't know man but this is the best job i ever had <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, sweet man, what do you do? He's like, but this is the best job ever. <laughs> <laughs> I always run into him in the studio. He's always fixing shit. It's good to have him yeah. around because. No, he's he's packed many a heavy items for me. Right, right. Like, he actually gets shit done, which mm. is, you know, good. He does what? Well, I, I painted a wall with him one time, and he wouldn't work unless I was working. 
I I I just love. Does, do you mean that in a creepy way? Was he being Was he being creepy? No, he acts like he couldn't do nothing by himself. You know, oh. one of those. It's like, okay. like if you ain't around, they ain't doing nothing. <laughs> I hope I hope he's six guys form a union. <laughs> you just come in one day and, and you thought a wall was getting painted, and he just looks at you with his arms crossed, and says, uh, "Be no paint today, Tanya." <laughs> You remember that next time you go through this hallway making fun of Ricky saying, not all dogs, not all dogs. I couldn't take it. God the girl damn. kept trying to talk to him. I was just like, where do you go from here? He just said, not all dogs. He's such like, a perfect While response. I was walking in my office, I heard him start talking about pit bulls. <laughs> the pit bull lobby, man. <laughs> If you want an organizing model, I mean it's it's said over and over again. If you want an organizing model, look no far, don't look to to anybody but the pitbull lobby. Yeah, I they've agree. done an amazing job they rehabbing really the pitbull's image. Well, the the logic there is even more insanely like accurate by by pulling the pitbull example out. It's like you've got a dog that is physically built to be a killing machine but only can be one if it's been socially sort of trained to be bred to be a bred to be a killing machine (laughs) so in many ways it just it's the exact same analogy and he just kept walking further into it without realizing it i just love how defensive they are though like i you know, it's this it's this idea that just even talking about it, just even going there is just uh Yeah. You they would have to concede some kind of ground. <laughs> well he apparently what he told my coworker when I left was he said, That's what happens when you uh corner a woman, she can't take it. She, <laughs> oh my god. He was like, That's what happens oh when you god. when you can, when they know they're wrong. Ricky. They just take off. <laughs> Ricky, <laughs> I had a similar situation with two guys named Homer and Doug, <laughs> two old guys that helped out when when I was at the city, and uh, we were um, <clears throat> redoing the swimming pool one year and painting and everything. It's hot as fuck out there, and you know we we're repaving the concrete. I mean, doing all kinds of shit that was rough. And Homer and Doug would just kind of walk up and you know sit there at the fence and just bullshit and all this stuff and the way you made that sound is like it was your personal swimming pool <laughs> no 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 the, the municipal swimming pool <laughs> the, the, I, hey, I hired two old guys pool. to help me fix my pool <laughs> and then you fucked them and oh, uh doug would all the time come up and start talking some bullshit and one day he uh was talking about how big his thing was and uh <laughs> Tom gestured, just so you know. Yeah, and went and <laughs> clarifying gesture was going on about it, and he said, uh, "He said Homer's is little, but you know he can have as much fun with his little one as I can with my big." They would just like <laughs> aggravate each other and all back and forth, and he would just tell all these fantastical stories. Well, one day, you know Ken Junior. Oh yeah, dumbest man I ever met. Oh uh, yeah, by a mile. Oh. <laughs> Absolute dumbest man I've ever met. I can, in my th- life. I can think of one other one, but he's. He was there. He's up there. Well, every once in a while, Ken was good to razz these guys, and and Doug just like he he kind of had a little bit of dementia too, so like he would get like really agitated like at the drop of a dime, and he was telling one of his big stories, and 
And uh, Ken said, oh, Doug, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> and Doug <laughs> grabbed that chain link fence and he looked up, ratted off something about his military service. And he said, there's two things you don't call me, son. One's a liar and one's a son of a bitch. And Ken looked at him right back and said, well, I think you're a lying son of a bitch. <laughs> Doug said, let me get over that goddamn fence. And he's 78 and fat and just short and fat trying to climb that fence to whip Ken. I mean, he was mad. He was mad. Is he the one with the big dick or the little dick? Big dick. Big dick Doug. Big little dick, dick Homer. Doug. Well, I always thought, like, your your theory about how old men always have big dicks is mostly true. A hundred percent true. I got a theory about why that is, too. Why? I don't think they wore proper underwear back in the day. <laughs> so, you know, like when we were kids, we wore briefs. I think that... Stunted you growth. You stunted growth a little bit. <laughs> you know, kind of like you put a... God. But I've never seen an old guy that wasn't at least rocking one to his knee. Yeah, yeah. What? Where no. are you seeing all these old dicks at? <laughs> at the Hazard Pavilion locker room. <laughs> Good God. I agree with you there. I haven't seen a lot of old dicks, but the few old dicks that I have seen. Huge. They're big. Big old honkers. Men just had bigger dicks in the 50s. <laughs> That's just all there is to it about. <laughs> Hello, blow out your back walls. <laughs> <laughs> it's preservatives in our food. Yeah. <laughs> that probably is. Fluoride in our water. Yeah. They just don't make them like they used to. Right. Yeah, no, they don't. Come on up to the house. I'll give you the long dick. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of long dicks, we're going to talk about a famous lover today, aren't we? Yeah, we should. I'm trying to figure out how I want to separate all this out, because we're doing two episodes today, aren't we? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, we're done two. We got to do what we got to do, I reckon. Double header. All right. Well, Lynn, let's... let's <clears throat> say Here's what we should do. We should just make it one long one and make the second part to get the second part you got to pay for patreon <laughs> okay you missed the whole first part all right well, yeah, we'll that's a good idea. we will probably have to take an intermission at some point in the middle yeah and we cut it off in the middle and <laughs> to get part two ante up baby <laughs> okay all right then let's start let's start i wouldn't i would i would feel bad about this if it were more than five fucking dollars i agree i agree <laughs> You no, I was talking this. to Tanya last night. She was like, We're, we've been giving these people too much free content. <laughs> we can't be doing these hour and a half long episodes. God, Tanya. Too much free content. <laughs> Tanya's stingy with the content. Look at her. She's gotten greedy. Tanya's got tax on her content. <laughs> <laughs> giving them too much free goddamn content. You can't give it away for free. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, so the first item I have on my agenda today is last week Tom saved a life. Tell us about the life you saved, Tom. <laughs> Let me tell you how to save a life. Tell us how to save... Tell us how to up f- with you all night. Tell us how to fuck my wife and how to save a life. Uh, well, so I was water testing. Okay? Up at, you know, the junction there where the old Ermine post office used to be? Down under the bridge, going scooping a water sample. Been there? Well, it's no secret that I've drank and used myself to the point where... My cognitive processes have declined markedly. <laughs> and so I heard something calling out to me from from afar. I didn't know where. Help me. Help me. Help me. Just the most desperate cries. And I'm like, is somebody fucking drowning over here? And this water was high. I was like, what the fuck? 
so I got the water sample. I walked back up there, and you know that house that sits just adjacent from the Elder Mine Post Office. Uh, okay, Subway's on the right. You go down. There's like that metal building that used to be a poker hall, and then on the left there's a house, and the right's the post office. You're right. This woman was hanging out of the window at the side of the house, and it's not easy to see from the road. Like, like it's really a thousand wonders, and it's not the easiest to hear either. I just heard it faintly, and so I said, uh, walked across the road there, and I was kind of poking my head around. I was like, where the fuck is it? Still couldn't figure it out, and then they're like. Like a snake, you would have bit me. She was like right there in front of me, like in the window, like, help me. Oh, shit. I said, how do I get in? How do I get in? Because I walked over there and the door, there was like, the the storm door was tied off and tied to the door. Yeah. But it wasn't like, it wasn't like the storm door was loose. Right. It was weird. It was like they were trying to stop somebody from getting in the front door or something. I don't know. So I walk around the side door. Did you have to kick it in like a first responder? Tom, dude, you were a first responder. I was a first responder, dude. What? Give this man a standing Give ovation at Buffalo, hey, hey. Buffalo Wild Hey, Lakes. hey, <laughs> I'm not looking for a pat on the bat. I'm just recounting the story. That's just the kind of guy I am. Did it for the glory. So when you told this to me, you really did have this air about it, like... No big deal. Was it like the time? Well, I've saved lives. A... I've saved lives before. <laughs> I was a lifeguard for a number of years. And <laughs> I saved, you know, two kids before. Jesus Christ. Um, but wait, on that note, though, how long do you think? Because, you know, the first responder pool gets bigger and bigger, right? Like the other day I saw a tattoo with somebody had got a thin red line for firefighters. They've got their own thing now. The, the firefighters. Firefighters have gone fashy, too. <laughs> They've got their own thing. <laughs> They've been smuggling money in this county for centuries. <laughs> and this week I heard pills, too. So. <laughs> God. I saw them. I That house that burned down by Apple Shop a few years ago, I saw them get there when it was just a flame in a window. And then I watched the entire... Somehow it got worse <laughs> the more they worked on I it. Watched, yeah, I watched the entire thing burn down with about a dozen firefighters standing around. <laughs> and all of a sudden, there's nothing that can be done. There's nothing we can do. It's an electrical what fire. What the fuck? Yeah. So, thin red line. But that makes me wonder, like, how soon lifeguards will be lumped into uh, the first responder pool. Thin teal line. The thin teal <laughs> The thin white line, yeah. They put the white little white thing. Yeah, there you go. The, thumb, the white line on their nose. Yeah, the sunblock. <laughs> the thin white line. God. <laughs> so you, you're, you're a thin, thin white line. I was thin white line, and yeah. I was a fire dispatcher at one point. So I guess I'm thin red line. <laughs> thin too. red line too. Are are police dispatchers thin blue line? Do they get? Oh yeah, man. They think they're police officers. Oh, for they're, sure. And they are considered auxiliary police. So if you're a, uh, like you know. You're a cop if you're a yeah. police dispatcher. On that note, did you see that picture? Um, for, maybe it was maybe a few months ago. Tom and I were over in Wise at the at the Mexican restaurant there, and they have a photo of the um, the Wise County Sheriff's Force, and it is a paramilitary. It, they have like forty. They have a fully armored <laughs> tank. Looks like a goddamn <laughs> transformer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a fucking tank. Have you ever tried to go into the Wise County Courthouse? No. No, they pat down every single person, and they, you cannot take a cell phone into that building. 
what? You can't take your cell phone in? I could go sleep in the Ledger County Courthouse for a month before anybody noticed. Yeah, he'd set you up a cop yeah. back, man. Yeah. Bad no, eye. No, yeah, for no, sure. No, remember when they lost $1,000 or something like that yeah. and they found it? Yeah, the Wise County Courthouse, you cannot bring, I mean, of course you can't bring in knives or any of that shit, but you can't even bring in a cell phone. They said it was a, nas- a national security issue. Well, they're Homeland, so fucking stupid. Homeland what the fuck security. is going on in Wise that you think you need that much goddamn security? The th- the funny thing about it is, like, you you easily, you can see, like, there's no ostensible reason for a, count, a rural county. Well, what it is, is they need to do that shit, like, to, like, boost the narrative of this, like, looming foreign <clears throat> threat. Yeah. And we're ready. And to... The foreign threat... You better believe that is in the proposal they submit to get those tanks. MRAPs. Yeah, but yeah those those because uh, it's all like military surplus shit. Yeah, you're right, and it's and it's all I guess ostensibly if there's a front line of the war they're fighting, it's the opioid war, it's the drug war. Well, and also when these counties and, the and cities war. pass these alcohol taxes and stuff like that, a hundred percent of that money has to be funneled into either tourism or police. So if you don't have like an official tourism board set up in your town or county, and most don't, surprisingly, that all 100% of that money, your booze money, goes to police. So everybody, all you booze hounds out there drinking in eastern Kentucky, you're tacitly cops. You're funding the police. (laughs) (laughs) Whether you know it or not. What? Whitesburg has an intercom system, you know, downtown that was funded with a Homeland Security security grant. Right after 9-11. In the event of an evacuation <laughs> situation, we can. Right, right. But really, all they use it for is to, Christmas like, music play to Christmas music torture people. Right, right. Well, I guess, so. Um, I want to know what happened to this yeah. damsel in distress. Anyways, the first thin white line over here. Did you okay. carry somebody out on your shoulders? I sprung into action. <laughs> Natural reaction to stressful <laughs> situations. It's just what I do. It's what I've been trained for. Water... <laughs> Uh, water sample in hand. I set it down. <laughs> now I go over there. I go in the side. Door. After you did the measurements on it, pH six point yeah. five. Yeah, ma'am, I'll, I'll be right in. Just so you know, your your water over here eight point three pH. <laughs> uh, dissolved solids a little high. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> so I go in through the side door. Did she yell to you come in through the side door? Yeah, she was instructing me, and. Uh, she said, the side, honey, the side. <laughs> so, so I go in through the side. And instantly, man, just the, I mean, I, and I'm not saying this to like make light of the situation, but it was like like death in there. I, I still Like insta puke. I still think somebody was actually dead in there, like a Faulkner story type situation. Well, let me tell you something. That was not lost on me when I went in there. Instantly, I became... Because, <laughs> hey, I've heard I've heard about shit like this happening. A woman calls to you, next thing you know, you go in there and you get a skillet to the head, somebody jacks your wallet. <laughs> yep. So naturally I did what my training had taught me. I observed. <laughs> I backed up to the door a little bit, looked in the kitchen, made sure not. But seriously, no, there was like, there was like food, like just like tomatoes and onions and stuff that were like just like a mushy like goop. sitting on a goop and like there's like 
there's no dead mice, but I could see like you know you know you see mouse poop in the floor and all this kind of stuff. Just big stains like the there was a leak in a, the ceiling. A squalid uh, living situation. Squalid living situation. Like a Cormac McCarthy novel. Yeah. I get in there to this woman and she is bawling, crying. <clears throat> She said, I've prayed to God. I've been praying to God for three days that somebody would come find me. They've not checked three on me in three days. days. Three days. Three days. She couldn't she walk? Had, she had, her hip was shattered. <gasps> her bed, she had a bedpan in the bed with her that had overturned with like shit and piss was in her <gasps> bed. And she said, I need somebody to help me change my clothes and change my, my bedding. Tom. And I said... You got a son or something I can call? <laughs> Who can I call? Yeah, uh, yeah, nephew that you're comfortable <laughs> with. No one had checked on her in three fucking days. <clears throat> well, here's what was crazy. Then she said, can I use your phone? She didn't have a phone in there. That's what, that was the tricky part. So I went back out to my truck and got my phone. And uh, when I, and by the time I got back there, she wrote on these post-it notes to the landlord. And she said, uh, could you go put this on his door? And she said, also, if you go down Crafts Collie about a quarter mile, there's a red door on the left, a red house on the left. Could you put this on that one? And uh, I said, fuck. I said, yeah. Um, you want me to call an ambulance or something like that? Like, are you okay? She's like, I'm starved to death. I hadn't eaten anything in days. Hadn't had any water. Nothing. like." And it had was, a, a crushed hip? Like a fractured hip? She had shattered her hip, yeah. So you called 911? No, 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 no. She said that she had done that and they knew about that, but then they just took her home and she's that they had scheduled a surgery and took her home. I, 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 it was, there are people that are just like, you know, there are poor people, then there are people that are just living completely off the grid. On the, <clears throat> like on, on the margins. Yeah. Just um, in the most squalid conditions. You can imagine. So she was like, I'm going to go and have surgery on it. I've had X, X amount of surgeries on it. I've got, got one more scheduled. And so I go get my phone, and she's just bawling, crying, thank you, baby, thank you, baby, thank you, baby, and all this stuff. And I said, can I, can I get you something to eat, first of all? And she didn't want to, like, and I was like, I could run to McDonald's and get you something, whatever, you know. And uh, finally, she let me do that. And uh, I got back, and she had called, like, her daughter and this other dude and her daughter's husband and couldn't get a hold of any of them. Who leaves their, like, elderly mother there where she can't walk? No one she can't walk. <clears throat> yeah, that's the thing that really gets me about this story. <clears throat> it's like, uh, it's, a, it's a breakdown of not only social services, but just family and, and human well, who knows what they've got even had going on. Like, if you're relying on Tom Sexton to step into the role Good of imp God. empathetic, dark compassionate caretaker, <laughs> society has failed you. <laughs> this, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm not trying to be cavalier about this. I just So, I go get her three sausage biscuits and a medium Dr. Pepper, like she asked. God love. And when <laughs> she said, usually I just eat one, but I ain't eating three days. <laughs> so I went and got her through. So I'm sitting there with her, and nobody's calling her back. And then she starts telling me about her daughter. She's like, my daughter's got two master's degrees, all this stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, how the fuck are you somebody that, you know, 
more or less has it together. Sounds like if you're like a, a nurse and have two master's degrees and, you know, you know, you didn't take that to community college. You went and like, you know, right. You, you got a good paying job in a hospital somewhere. And, uh, maybe, maybe, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Well, stick a pin in that. So, uh, I said, well, here, I got to finish this water test and I got to get these samples to the lab. I'll swing back by here in about two hours and check on you. And, uh, there's still shit everywhere. Still <laughs> shit. Did you everywhere. get her in a chair or I mean, something? She's not mobile. She's not mobile. No, she's got, she's got a wheelchair that's like broken. Like it, like looks like something like from, you'd see in a fucking haunted house or something. The whole thing seems, sounds to me like, uh, Resident Evil or something. It was very, it was very, it was very opening scene of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot. That's what I mean. Yeah, like a horror movie. Yeah, and like I thought she was going to bang her cane like three times, then some dude's going to come there and... And the horror is capitalism. I yeah. Guess. The monster yeah. is, yeah. 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 So... I mean, like, to have created this sort of alienated social condition to where her family doesn't check on her and... Insane. You know, and then it has no sort of like recourse to like a welfare uh, yeah. state or anything. Anyway, sorry. I, so I go outside and I take the one note over and stick it on the landlord's door, and I'm walking back and uh, <clears throat> I called Alex. And I was like, you know, uh, I I need to you know see what's going on here. And so you know, she took the samples to the lab and all that, and. Uh, I no more than <clears throat> made it out of the driveway. Hey! Hey, Frank! Uh, he used to call me Frank the Tank. When, really? Know, <laughs> when Are they, you joking? They, was just, they were really in that movie Old School with these guys I worked with, and they thought I could drink a lot. I don't know. I was, anyway. Did you used to have a reputation as a as a drinker? Like that the kind fish? of drinker? Among other things, yeah. yeah. Anyway comes up there he says what are you doing i said and bro we called him bro was his that was his name and i said what are you doing bro he said man <clears throat> and he was the subject of a high profile drug bust <laughs> recently and i guess his dad had just passed away had been this woman's landlord and all this stuff and he was not well equipped to function much less, you know, be a landlord or whatever. <clears throat> and not that anybody should be a landlord or <laughs> we should make all landlords unfunctional. But <clears throat> anyway, he comes up there and he's like, man, Patsy's she all right? And I was like, man, she's like broke her hip in here and like all this shit. He said, come get in the truck with me. And I thought, well, my truck? <laughs> and takes me up to where her son, I guess one of the people she called, lives. Yeah. Let me show you all this. Let me show you all this. This is where this guy was living at. Up a, up a hauler. Is this up, up Crafts Calling? I used to live up there. Yeah. I know the red door he's talking about. The hen house. <clears throat> Fuck yeah. Hold on a second. Let me show yeah. you. Someone lived in your hen's house. In your hen's... Fucking idiot. Her son-in-law was living... 
in a camper. If I could explain this, if I could describe this to the audience, it's like it's a, just a little camper. Yeah, it's just a tiny little camper. I know like people live in campers. Like one of those things that you put on the back of a pickup. Michael Jeff lives in a camper. It's fine. We call it the Ponderosa. I mean, but this doesn't do justice how small this was. This is up on blocks. Mm-hmm. It's like something you'd put on the back of like an S10 or something. Yeah. And I thought to myself, God damn, we have really failed people. Yeah. We have failed people in unimaginable ways. Have you drove over crossover lately? Uh, or any time? Crossover Where's between that? Pine Creek and Cram Creek? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just squalor. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It's it's unimaginable. It's a, everybody running around buying these fucking tiny houses and any dickwad that bought that $7,000 Amazon shit. I just want, like, Hamas to, like, fucking... <laughs> I've, I've not heard of this. Blow them up. There's you a $7,000 Amazon shit? No, like the it. mini house Amazon's selling now with oh, Prime. For fuck's sake. <laughs> with Prime. Yeah. With Prime. You can, oh, <laughs> not for nothing. Not for nothing. Drone drop it in. Yeah, that's insane. I've, I've worked on jobs. Like, we... I worked on the job when they built that stage over there at the river where they did ace freely the other night there might be nine hundred twelve hundred dollars worth of materials in that seven thousand dollar house and my hunch is that it's not like you know well-paid union guys throwing them together you know what i mean and they're selling it anyway so we go get this guy out of there and he's like man i've been over there i was over there this was on a saturday i was over there on thursday this is what the sign said yeah, but just like totally like on the margins. Do you know what I'm saying? Just like total, you know. And he goes, I'm going to go. I'll get cleaned up and then I'll go, you know, I'll go over there and see her. And I was like, man, you kind of need to come now. <laughs> well, finally, bro was like, no, listen, he comes over here and cuts my grass. Like, he, I know he'll come back over and all this stuff, you know. And uh, we go back over there. And Greg was at, bro. <laughs> That out. <laughs> bro was at uh one of the rental properties that sits directly behind this woman's house and he was cleaning it out he's like man i've been over here for three days cleaning this shit out you know and all this stuff and showing me all the trinkets he had unearthed and everything else <laughs> he goes my renters were this nurse the woman's daughter and her husband he said they just up and left in the middle of the night and they had they had you know how, like, you know, you make a little burn pit with some cinder blocks around it or something like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had done that without the cinder blocks. They had made, like, three little burn piles and were, like, burning a bunch of clothes, trash, all kinds of shit. He found a gold and diamond necklace in the pile. Like, the they fuck? just had, like, all this shit, like, like nicer, newer shit, but, like, you know, like, people that just, like, kind of, you know, I mean, I... I like they just accumulate, like spend all their money on stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? What, what was the purpose? What was the ostensible purpose for burning all this stuff? I I think they were just trying to like get out of there quick for some reason. Oh, get rid of it. And instead of like taking the time to move all that shit, they were just burning it. Right. So they left without telling old girl. Didn't tell her nothing. I my hunch is that they had stopped there, fixed her up on a Thursday, and then just got out of there. But somehow, like. That house didn't get in that shape in three in days. Three days, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they were literally, literally letting that woman live in in just the most squalid conditions. Damn. Um, well, uh, and the, your bro hadn't heard her hollering out the window. <laughs> no. 
Bro Look, was on another Bro's level, not a first yeah. responder like Tom is. Tom's got the first responder sixth sense. You have an antenna for it they give you. <laughs> for God's <laughs> sakes. Well, after that. Tom. Well, I'm so, I didn't mean to introduce a really... Maybe I fucked up in the order of things here. I didn't mean to introduce a super depressing story. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, it kind of... It, I can't it, imagine it, there it, was a happy ending. It digresses there. from here into basically <laughs> I was offered meth and then <laughs> we just talked about the old days working again. Yeah, you should have bought some and brought it. So yeah. we, we worked for a plumber uh, in town that maybe I've talked about on the show before I won't mention names, but uh together for a couple of years and um Yeah, we were just reminiscing about that, but man, yeah, he he got himself in some bad shape and it's like I don't know. Damn. Depressing. Well, um, so that's okay. So like that's fucked up, but we can at least pivot out of that to what I wanted to talk about next, which is how we're going to fix this. And the way we're going to fix it is electing Adam Edelin. Oh, All right, baby. It, Have we checked <clears throat> on the returns yet? Okay, so it's voting day in Kentucky. That's the only reason I bring. <gasps> we this can up. do live returns on on air. So it's voting day, and um, and I wanted to talk about. Did y'all go vote? Did y'all go vote today? Yeah, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I was I was the first one at the polls this morning. <clears throat> Were you? I did, and I just you know how I made a big grandstand in the fall with my dolly. My Dollywood season pass, right? Because yeah. it's in the state of Kentucky, you do not have to show a state issued picture ID to vote. Anything with your name on it works, right? Credit card, anything, including a Dollywood season pass. <laughs> but again, this morning they asked me for my ID, and I just showed the bitch. I was too tired to deal with it. <laughs> That, you, were you going to make a principled stand? That's what I did in the fall. In uh, I had to, I held up the line for twenty minutes until they let me vote. I mean, I told you about this. You know your yeah, rights, I, don't you? I said you do not. I said it over and over again. I, there, coal mine and bro behind me was like, oh, this girl. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking rallying. He's in his stripes, fucking about to turn the whole I, everybody in there against me. And I was like, I don't give a fuck if we have to stay in here all day. I'm not showing you a picture. I did. He's like, it's right there in your wallet. You got it it's like that ain't the fucking point <laughs> it ain't the fucking point well, the funny thing about that is like this would have been more amenable to that because no one voted today i mean like turnout had to be pathetic yeah. i was i was in there less than two minutes but i went there at ostensibly the busiest time of day and we usually around, have, yeah and we usually have two machines we had one today i in went my polling place oh where, w- you, where you go to my king fire department oh. i went to the library and uh when i went at noon just thinking like um, it'd be packed. It'd be packed, and it wasn't at all. Nobody. I didn't even have to wait in line. But it was funny. The woman was like, um, the woman who's doing it. She's really, you know, she's like really old. Was, I think it's the one who was Everyone, like, Garrett. They're all yeah. fucking dinosaurs. And I was like, I, I was like, wait. She goes, it's like she was trying to find my name in the thing, and she goes, she's like, well, I just can't really read anymore. Can and I do she, her? She goes, <laughs> can yeah. I do her? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can do a pretty good. One. <laughs> Get out your literature books. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take this at good, medium pace. That way the ones that pick it up quicker can get it, and the ones that pick it up slower, y'all can get it too. <laughs> she was like, we should get we should get somebody who's younger than me to do this, but they'd have to be, what she, what she said was like, they would have to be really, they'd have to be really passionate about it. 
And I just don't see any young people that are passionate about this kind of work these days. How'd you respond to that? <laughs> I was just, all I said, I flattered her. I was just like, you know, you're right. There's yeah. only one person for the They're job. Sorry in hell. <laughs> right. Every day one of them. <laughs> We're better off for it, Thelma. <laughs> God, the Socialist Workers Party debacle was that Thelma painted me into a corner on that one. Mm. Oh, my God. That was so good. I want to know, though, what the thinking is behind that. Like, why? You had her call in the fucking Frank. You had her she call had Frankfurt. the county judge on or the clerk's office on speakerphone. She said, our records say he's Socialist Workers Party. And she goes, oh, that's in the back of the book. <laughs> <laughs> David Naramore, everybody's just looking at me like I'm fucking, you know, oh, done David Naramore's crimes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want to know, though, like, what it seems like our generation is, like, I would say compared to the generation before us. Uh, like one of the most politically active, engaged generations in like fifty years. How do you get to the like the, the next idea? level being the polling attendant? Yeah, I, my friend Davina, yeah. she's like head over elections in her county. She's my age. She she was a ele- it was an elected position. Oh, and she beat out like an eighty year old man for it. Really? Well, hey, <laughs> I'd like to talk to. Uh, her and give her a piece of my mind by letting the Russians hack that election. <laughs> She's just over they got past her county, there. Adams County, Ohio. Hey, that was a pivotal county targeted by the Russians. Well, they didn't get past Thelma because Trump, or wait, maybe that means that yeah, they, they did get past they Thelma. They did get past Thelma. I should have told her that then. Thelma's been bought and sold. <laughs> she would admit it, though. She Because she's like... That's why she can't read English anymore. She's been reading Russian so long. <laughs> That's what she goes from get out your literature books, then she whispers in my ear something in like perfect Russian and just looks at me and winks. <laughs> oh, shit. She's funny, though. She took my ID and looked at it and just threw it back at me. Across the table, threw it at me. And then like five seconds pass, and she goes... I don't know why I threw that. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Well, you know when you get to that age, you're sundowning, and you only got about two hours a day of (laughs) sentience. That's true. That's true. That's about what I got. I save it up for you boys, my two hours. (laughs) Um anyway they expected the turnout to be so low because I commented on us not having both our machines. Because I showed her my fucking idea because I wasn't going to fight with her this year or this time around. And, but I looked up and I said, what happened to our other machine? She said, oh, you know, it, it, we don't have the turnout for the primary. We didn't bring it out. <laughs> so they just, only, they just only prepared to have one machine out. It's smart. I mean, especially in a county like this where, I mean, let's face it, Bevan would probably win this county. Or is it? Da- no, I not a chance no. now. Hell no. Last time for sure. This time not a prayer. All right, you say that, but I know. I well, I I was me and Michelle were just talking about this, and here's here was her uh, qualitative data. Is Kevin Howard? Oh, interesting. Because you know the he's, surest benchmark. <laughs> the Nate Silver of Letcher County. <laughs> Literally, he's in the trenches of WYMT comment section every day. Every day. He does run the Bill Mitchell form of yeah. polling, yeah. which is read the comments. And he's he he's got his he's got his finger on the pulse. So people. so give, yeah, what's the Kevin so Howard report? Yeah, said, we should have had him on. What's the said, Kevin Howard report? He said he's only seen two Bevan supporters in months. 
no one no one he said everyone drags him no he there's only been two people to come to his defense look I well think the surest way and why six months. why i know that normally i would agree with you but how i know he's got no prayer is they're trying to actively primary him look in his own party but, but are they but 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 yeah. look you really think that when november comes people are going to vote for adam edelin over bevin in this county do you think it's Adam going to win? That doesn't matter. You think Adam Edelin's going to win? No, I would say. I He's mean, a my, here's People my here's my polling. Here's my polling. I think Rocky will probably win. Look, the He's reason such a fuck. The reason no. why I don't I know, but the reason why I don't think. Look, I assume I'm not saying. I'm not saying back. in the general. I'm not saying you're not right. Is Brashear? I'm not just a saying. I I don't think that Bevin will get out of the primary. Wait, so there is a Republican primary right now? Yeah, there yes, is. Yes, there's two people running against him, including Goforth, who's in the state house. I did see Goforth signs and shit. But you think he's not going to win the primary? Bevin? I think we'll, he will. We'll know tonight. I think he will. I think he'll win the go. I, that's my personal. You think he's going to be governor? <laughs> I think he's going to be governor again, yeah. Look, we live in a fucked up state that is controlled by the most fucked up cynical business interests, probably of any southern state. Coal, horses, bourbon. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't, it's bizarre. I, I can't really like see. This I mean, guy can't go anywhere though without almost being tarred and feathered anywhere. Like in hillbilly yeah. days, they like wanted to. Well, I'm saying push comes to shove though, and you've got this abortion shit that's coming. That's that's come up recently. Like, that's the issue I think of this election. This man, in tried, my opinion, that's I, I say that. But this I'm, man tried to pull a special session during school testing so the teachers couldn't strike on him and show up at the, at the state house he's made too many blunders i think i you're probably right if he was a savvier politician i would, <laughs> I would no, say you're absolutely right i mean his his only the only way to uh the only identity he has that he can like the only identity politic he can play to like pander is foster parent and he's fucked that up <laughs> he's com- he's trying to turn Listen, this he's is- got the foster parent block against him yes he has 11 foster children or what? nine or something oh that's, yeah that's sociopathic you haven't seen a picture of him and all his many children oh yeah he's one, like- one foster huh. child two i'd say okay maybe well, it's he's normal got family anybody's got 11 is running a goddamn factory in their basement and using child labor to run it oh, then i God. i heard this very recently i didn't realize apparently he claims the reason he ran for governor in the beginning, of course, it's all changed by now, but in the very beginning, it was because it, it, when he, when they moved to Kentucky, they denied him to have an open foster home. They wouldn't give him any more foster kids because the state of Kentucky cut him off. They were like, oh, no, you no, you don't have an open home. We're not giving you any foster this, kids. Dude, and he I, how did I not claimed he ran, He like his initial campaign was he was running for the foster families <laughs> to change the system. I swear to fucking God. Holy shit, fucking this guy's serious? a sociopath. And now that he's governor, this is what he has done. He, he was, his vendetta against the state of Kentucky social workers has been that he he is he has like he's flipping all he's turning over he's trying to it seems like he's not gonna be successful but he has tried to turn all foster care over to private agencies in, in the state of kentucky to as a last fuck you to state social workers he does, who shut his home down he does have a visceral hatred for the state of kentucky <laughs> which is interesting <laughs> very for a governor of the state right it's just very obvious in everything he says and does someone told me all this recently and i was like uh, uh, 
I couldn't believe it. That's pretty wild. Supposedly, like in October or something, it's supposed to flip over to all all private agencies. Yeah. But of course, like that's it's just not going to happen. Well, the only reason I say. I, I understand that this is a very cynical way of looking at it. I understand that you're right. You're pro- I'll grant that you're both probably right. Bevan will likely lose. I don't know if if not if not tonight, then definitely in the general. Yeah, I didn't okay, expect him to lose tonight. Yeah. I, I don't. I didn't expect him to lose tonight either. But yeah, he'll probably lose. I didn't even general. realize he was being primaried, honestly, because I saw. I, now that you mentioned, I saw a go forth ad, and I was like, who? Is this is this no Democrat run? Like well, there are Democrats that's what that makes even me, running. That's what makes me wonder if. That's what makes me think he will win the primary. When's the last time we primaried a sitting fucking governor? I don't know, but I don't they, know that his, his opponents obviously haven't campaigned here. I haven't seen shit. I've not seen... That's a, that's another good point why you might be right that he does slide through the primaries. None of those none of those Republican guys have really campaigned. So the larger point is that like it seems that we're in a sort of very charged moment in the culture wars, and I'm referring, of course, to abortion. That seems like the... Like, I just cannot envision a scenario in which this fucked up state votes for pro-abortion Andy Brashear or pro-abortion Adam Edelin. I'll say, yeah, well, Rocky's dumbass is I would say Andy Brashear is more like... Ambivalent. Yeah, yeah I, I, mean, ambivalent. I mean, I you know, he, I wouldn't do it, but right, yeah, he he he's riding his his train to ride is his rape kids digging Kentucky out from under twenty years of back rape kids. Right. Yeah. So he he can easily shift an abortion conversation to that to being like pro victim, pro survivor. Right. He can shift that. He's narrative. got something to hedge. Yeah. That he, can, he can ride that. He can ride that train. That's true. That is very true. He can get out. He can get out of that abortion. Do you think corner. he'd still sign a bill though that would be? like the one that's currently like because bevan signed a a a, a bill right a ban yeah didn't they a few months ago yeah it it wasn't bevan it was the uh whole fucking right but he's right they passed it but yeah they're in they're 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 all tied up in court right aclc sued them aclu sorry (laughs) (laughs) aclu sued them they're Um, all tied up in court and then of course rocky well yeah, well, Rocky is for abortion and or, I, or against, against it. it. And I want to also talk about Rocky a little bit because I, I've been plugged into the teachers' forums ever since, like, the teacher strikes, you know, have kicked off and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm sort of the Kevin Howard of the <laughs> teachers' <laughs> Facebook groups. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Those Facebook groups are almost overwhelmingly Rocky. So if the How teachers get the teachers? Well, let me tell you all. It's because the teachers, it's just like what me and you were talking about here sort of having like these more working class people that have professional degrees whether you're a teacher a lawyer doctor nurse whatever and that sort of thing you're just going to have such an uphill battle getting them to to organize with the fast food workers and sort of the lower wage type work and i'm telling you with those people there is a hatred of i think they view abortion not only as like this like you know grandstanding as this like christian thing but also view it as something that just like poor people do and i think it's like i think they can gloss over that more easily than so you think they're pro they're anti-abortion maybe do you think the teachers go predominantly conservative or uh, i would say almost overwhelmingly predominantly conservative <laughs> and is that why they picked rocky super reaction is that why they picked rocky as their candidate because he's not bevin well, he's the Democrat. He's like the alternative, but he also has all the trappings of a Republican. That's yeah. true. So, 
then answer me this. When Rocky inevitably wins to lose. He's also today, a name they know more than a- Edlin. Nobody knows fucking Edlin. That's why I feared it would be down to Rocky and Brashear because that's names people know. Yeah. Those are names people well, know. And, and, you know, what we don't right. think about is like Western Kentucky. Brashear could be kind of popular out there because they're from out there. And they probably don't know Rocky <clears> as well out here. We just have his name recognition here. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think Rocky would win. I think Bashir probably win, right? What do y'all think? Who's your today? Yeah, fuck. I don't know. It's too even. I don't even know if we can. Did it shut down at six? The polls don't even close yet. I think they, they just closed. They just closed. They at just six closed o'clock. two minutes ago. Yeah. So you know, live on air here, we could get some results in. Who knows? But it probably won't be out till ten o'clock tonight. Well, or some shit. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the abortion stuff. Um, and I, and I, I don't know really how or really how to like talk about it or set it up or anything other than to say that, um, okay, so like we're recording this a week after the Alabama bill thing and uh, like two weeks after the Georgia bill um, and a few days after the Missouri bill. <laughs> They're fucking popping up everywhere. Um, I think that in Alabama... And in, in Georgia and it's and in Kentucky, all these fucking places. I think that what they're doing is like what me and Tom have said for a while. They're doing incrementalism correctly. They they are making they are passing the most extreme versions of abortion bill uh, abortion bans, so that when it goes to the Supreme Court, it'll just be like they can just sort of gradually whittle Roe Roe v. Wade down. Like anyone that gets an abortion is not going to get a mandatory 99-year sentence. That's absurd. Right. Like that that would like never... That'll get thrown out. That stuff will get thrown out. But they will probably get most of what they're looking for, I, except I, for the most extreme shit. I would be willing to bet that they won't... Of course, they would not throw out Roe v. Wade. What, what they would do, though, is they would whittle it down to like an eight-week ban or something fucking insane insane like a, a point where most women don't even know they're pregnant probably and it's not like this just popped off they've been doing this for years and they've been because they've been waiting for this supreme court flip yeah like they knew the seat was going to come up blah 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 as right. soon as trump was elected they knew that seat was going to come up while he was in office so like tennessee i mean two years ago cnn wrote an article about how kentucky would probably be the first state to not to not have an abortion clinic right and the state of kentucky like right now in louisville for the past god approaching five years maybe three or four years there is a state-of-the-art planned parenthood clinic in louisville kentucky that has never seen the light of day it is state-of-the-art just sitting shiny fucking stainless steel Mm -hmm. sitting in there just like lavish fucking services in there that and they will not issue them a permit to, to run it to do anything to do to do pap smears nothing to do nothing nothing is happening in there yeah well and it's fucked up um because like okay so like i was thinking a lot about this like you know a a lot of the takes that you see are like um i I, it seems to me that like they're on the left there's this sort of like attempt to want to break it down like what the sort of ideology behind this is you have some people that say they just want to control women you have some people that say that people think that it's life begins at conception or whatever. And I think it's a combination of the two. <laughs> I'm going for the nuanced uh, middle road here. But I don't I don't think it's just that they want to c- control women's bodies. And the only reason I say that is because um well, I, we'll get to that in a minute. But because I also think that like grow and the only reason I say this is cuz growing up in the church, like the the only thing I ever heard about was 
you know, like life begins at conception. You know what I mean? Like the the minute you're fucking conceived, it's like a soul or whatever. So I mean, like, so I, I don't know. I guess the only point that I guess you can make with all this is that like this is like a theocratic movement, and it's like here here's what I think now now. Put your evangelical hat on real quick. Think what you <laughs> okay. remember from being in church and like <laughs> you're just so you can't even go there, kid. Do you remember when Sam Alito <laughs> do you remember when do you remember when Bush appointed Sam Alito to the Supreme Court? And yeah. they ostensibly had their conservative majority. Right. Okay. I remember being um in some of these church groups, including one that was called, uh, fuck, somebody out there listening might know, The Ramp. Does that sound right? The Ramp. I don't know. It was like one of those church organizing things. Like They were the kids that would go and do the, like, put the red tape over their mouth for, like, pro-life or whatever. Like, they would do these, like, uh, they would come through with the DA, but for, you know. Right. Like, anti-abortion causes and stuff. Right, right. And I remember being in church, and they said, they saying, it's all coming together just like the Bible foresaw it. And they said, Sam Alito <laughs> is in the Supreme Court. Have you ever walked across the street and saw what's across the street from the Supreme Court? It's the U.S. Bank Building. And did you notice how it's shaped? It's shaped like an arrow. What the fuck? I mean, these same people were t- were telling me about how, like, they ran into people that were possessed by the devil, like, sweeping the floors at Dunkin' Donuts, and how they would, like, right. lay hands on them and try to cast out devils. And now their agenda is literally controlling the lives. And of now, the and now, and now, those people rule us. Yeah. That's the thing, like, that's the thing that's fucked me up, like, in the last few years. The people that I grew up, the fucking kooks that, that you knew up. that you even knew in your heart of hearts yeah. if you're being honest yeah. with yourself even when you were a christian you were like these people there's are something not right here. here these people are insane even when i was a christian even when i was a christian and like had this weird moral thing about abortion as a teenager i still thought that it was should have been legal because it's like it's just i don't know it's just like People are going to have them anyways, and I, I don't even. I never, to honest that, to God, and I'm not saying this to say like I've always, you know, been right on all these issues, but I never, <laughs> I never, I can never can remember like being gung ho anti abortion. Like even when I was a Christian, I just never, it's something I never thought about. Probably because I never thought I'd have sex, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, you knew you would never be pregnant, you didn't have to think about it. Nah, I just didn't think it was ever possible. I didn't ever, ever apply to me. <laughs> and anyway, I don't know. What well, the the? I don't know. I don't know what you can really say. Well, here's about. here's what I want. Here's where I wanted to go with the Sam Alita thing, though. Well, I just I just remember so for so long. Well, when I was a kid, I remember telling my mom like, "Well, I would never have an abortion, but you know, people might need to." People can get abortion. Right. Even my like, Pentecostal Sunday school it. teacher Fast mom. Forward. Right. Same shit. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, people are going to have them anyway. So, like, you know, like, you could at least work with that a little bit, you know? But it's like, when did this move from a wedge issue to, because I was like for years very... I mean, maybe it still is, but I was for years just like, oh, they just they just get on this tip to distract us from fucking 
shit. They're not going to take away Roe v. Wade. They just go on about this. This is bullshit. Exactly. Exactly. For years. For years, I was like, this is ridiculous. This is not what we need to be talking about. It's just like, you know, and and gay marriage. These are the things. It's like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) These are obviously, these are obvious, just like things that we should have that we shouldn't have to be conversating about all the time. This is, this is a waste of fucking time, but we're having to deal with all this shit. Not, not so strongly the distraction stuff, but Mm -hmm. like, but it was like that. That was that was the general gist of how I felt. Right. Yeah. Right. Like it was just like this is just like their wedge in the culture wars. Right. Exactly what I think too. I think basically when Bush was in office and he had they had the executive branch, they had Congress, they had the Supreme Court. I thought if they really wanted to fucking make abortion illegal, <laughs> they would. But if they did that, they would also take away their like one chip in the fucking. Culture, one of two chips in the culture right. wars. Well, they have. Then what do they have to? So they need something about, to run to on. About. Right. Now I think we're barreling toward the weird theocratic thing. Yeah. Like I think the people that really wanted abortion outlawed that were saying the weird shit about the arrow-shaped building pointing at the Supreme Court and like the prophetic implications of Sam Alito's appointment. Now I think those people have enough purchase that they're really going for it now. And it is so personal because it's often not just they're usually this conversation has not just been about abortion that's what makes the headlines and shit but now these are actual abortion bans before it was like defunding planned parenthood blocking all kinds of services mostly not abortions lots of other health services that women need but at this point it's like way more about abortion and i just it's hard for me to see what their end game is like it's criminalization and it's um it's social control. Yeah, it's, it's mass it's, incarceration. Yeah, really. it's, it is. It's, it's definitely mass incarceration. It's peak criminalization of, of just like everything that humans do. Well, I was <laughs> reading like, that. how do we. Yeah. And like Tom was saying, like what poor people do. <laughs> they see this as like poor people activities. I was reading this article in the New York Times um, about how it's actually, we, we, we're not going to go back to a world before Roe. Because before Roe, they weren't even criminalizing, like they weren't punishing people who got abortions. They only punished doctors. Um, now we're in this. I mean, it's like we. we it's not that we've regressed. It's Imagine that it's if that was the opioid epidemic. We only punish doctors. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. What do you think of every doctor in Letcher County be fucking? Would there even be any doctors in the left? Pokey? Even when Michelle was in the hospital last week, she tried to get a Tylenol for six straight hours, and and they they brought her multiple Percocets in those six hours. Tried to get her to take that instead. Wouldn't give her a Tylenol. Just fucking <laughs> oh, look! I want to go to all these pay, pain clinics with just a bunch of kratom, and just be like, look, just hand this out. <laughs> it's the same thing. If you don't get strung out, you're completely functional. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. The, uh, anyways, I don't know. There's nothing really profound to say about abortion. It's just that, like, I, I don't really know what accounts for it. We need them. <laughs> we have to be aggressive about it, though. I do. Th- I do believe that. I do think that we have to, like, just not even give anybody an inch to, like, because you've seen like this sort of little cottage industry pop up in the wake of these things coming up of like trying to make anti-abortion woke almost. Like this one dude I saw Sarah Jones had posted, and he wrote this book about like. You know, how maybe, um, you know, in certain contexts, abortion could be a left position. 
Or you mean anti-abortion? Anti-abortion, yeah. Right, I'm right. sorry, anti-abortion. It's the, it's the hard thing about this because it's like a double negative. Yeah. I always fuck it up. But yeah, yeah, yeah anti, yeah. you're, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's really the only thing I guess we have immediate control over. Um, I, I say, yeah, I'd say fuck anybody. Like, that to me is like a, a big line in the sand. It's It should be a huge line in the sand. Um, I mean, I think it is. Like, who, who's conversating? Like, who who is there even to convince of this? You know what I mean? It's just like. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. The vast majority of people in this country support it. Yeah, like that. I mean, it's like eighty percent or something. It's yeah. like unbelievably. Well, to me, again, this is a this is a let. If anybody should be taking lessons from this, it's the liberals. It's like, how can you look at this and still think that we live in a democracy, even theoretically? Like, it, let's say even it, let's say even if uh, the people did get they get what they wanted, which is abortion. Uh, access to it and and everything else you still have this like judicial branch that has zero democratic accountability we don't elect any of these fucking people right. they, they get to decide whether something like roe v wade is the law or, you know it's just don't confuse getting to vote with living in a democracy exactly that's exactly right um so yeah i don't know i think the I, I, there I, are tons of liberal organizations in this state and all over the country who will not put abortion access in their literature. Right. I'm scared to death. And look yeah. at Rocky Atkins. They're I mean, terrified it's, of it. a product of that. Yep. Like they will not, they'll, reproductive justice, sure. We'll put you repro rights in there. So, I mean, could you see like a scenario where people could be like, okay, well then, um, if that's what you think, then like, Earlier, you were just saying that nobody could win in this state with a pro-abortion stance. What do you say to that? I mean, I'm the one who said that. Well, you have I to. Said well, that? Well, I said, I said also, it. remember yeah, I you have that. to you have to consider Louisville and Lexington too. I don't believe these things. I I think progress. You know, I'm not convinced that truly progressive fucking candidates who are who who are working class and and want working class people to live and thrive i'm convinced they can win <laughs> i'm convinced they can win these bullshit elections i'm i'm not convinced that they can't I'm, but they don't run right and 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 when they do they say they voted for trump and they're against abortion <laughs> right, right. even even it's if so they weird. even if they secretly at the backhand you know liberal poker table are like well, you know when we get in no they don't yeah. they never do <clears throat> they keep voting that way because they think they if you, if you think you have to act, act a certain way to get elected you're not going to act a different way because you think that you're going to have to keep acting that way to stay elected. Right. right. This is not a, this is, this is it's ridiculous. Yeah. Also, if you're even the most milk toast fucking liberal Democrat or, you know, center left, whatever Democrat, there's two positions that meaningfully separate you from the Republicans. And that's fucking one of them. Yeah. So when you knock that out, <laughs> like, I don't want to hear you. Like there is a, like three feet of difference between you and whoever the fuck you might be running against. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And let me bring this back to our current state of primaries. Our most progressive Democratic candidate are gentrifiers. They yeah. are filthy, rich gentrifiers. Literal capitalists. And so though that is not a progressive candidate. Right. No. These yeah. are not working class people. They don't. They don't have a fucking clue what we've been going through right for centuries what you know like it's this is not yeah just because you say the right things doesn't make you a progressive candidate like i it's, right. it's 
uh, it's unbelievable. And and not for nothing, those people also made their money off the misery of Eastern Kentucky too. Hey, is there any other way to make money in Kentucky? <laughs> not in this state. <laughs> there's no other way to Unless make you're it. doing horses. There's no other way. There's no way to make money except off the misery. You stole our whiskey recipes and moved them to Central Kentucky. <laughs> yes, yeah, like, there was good water. I mean, this is so sad. Today, I had to. I was making. I had to make a pitch to KT today, and I literally had to use the word bourbon and banjos. <laughs> I might as well just fucking throw myself off a cliff at this point. God. That's bleak, Tanya. Yeah. You're telling me. Yeah. But not all dogs. Not all dogs. (laughs) That's the fucking day I had. I think we have our episode title. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of that, let's put a bow on the first episode. Um, If you want to hear the second part of this, which we have to record in advance because both of my colleagues here are leaving town for the weekend. That, oh, that's true, yeah. Leaving me all by myself. I'm officiating yeah. up my first wedding this weekend. <laughs> Congratulations. Speak, I'm going to do a pro-abortion sermon at the wedding. You should. You should. Sh- uh, yeah. May all of you have all the abortions you've ever dreamed of. Throw an abortion part. Abort yeah. all the babies you want. Oh, God. Um, I'll be in New Orleans this weekend, so if anybody wants to come holler, come holler. Yeah. Oh, wait. That reminds me. Um on that that note on the note of well we shouldn't fight the culture wars because the right wing will win you know i tend to agree you know we're, we're probably never gonna fight we're gonna the left isn't good at fighting the culture wars or whatever but if that is your game might i recommend doing incrementalism the right way and by that i mean adopt my position on abortion which is that it is fully permissible and okay to kill a child up until 18 months <laughs> I'm pushing for two years. Okay, I'm just doing what they're doing in reverse. If they want to fucking put people in jail for 99 years for fucking getting an abortion, it. So we'll do it the opposite I'm doing way. it the opposite way. It's okay to kill a child up to 18 months, and it's still fine. Also, well, in- I got the most vicious. <laughs> stomach bug i've ever lived sur- i barely survived it from a three-year-old classroom so i'm pushing for you're three pushing years for three. okay all right yeah, all right we were recording with uh, our buddy chad vigorous last night and he made a good point too in the same vein terrence is talking about it's like all these fucking weirdos that are sharing these memes of like dismembered babies and saying planned parenthood sells baby parts and blah 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 whatever whatever which you know planned parenthood are you also seeing has that some on weird your oh yeah stuff. oh yeah, yeah. Oh wow! He says, "Well, I've stayed if- completely off Facebook. I can't deal with that." <laughs> it's bad. Chad, Chad says, "Well, if um, you know, you're showing if you believe that these uh, fetuses are children, and you're showing them like this, then you need to be convicted of child pornography." <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're showing the dismembered baby. That's just snuff porn. Right. That's another, yeah, that's another front on the culture war. So uh, there you go. We just gave you two pieces of ammunition for your fucking culture war conversations. Just go as far extreme as you can imagine. Because that's what they're doing. So just fuck it. I mean, you know. Yeah. Like, a child doesn't even have a fully formed personality until, like, they're fucking at least six months. Uh, Let's add it. Let's add a third, (laughs) a third chamber of Congress, Hezbollah. At the House, the Senate, and Hezbollah. Yeah. All right, uh, so this is the end of this one. Um, if you want to go check out the second episode, if you want to go check out all the other episodes we record every weekend, go to patreon.com slash trillbillyworkersparty. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash trillbillyworkersparty. The link is in the bio, as always. See you there. See you there.